there you are. Hello. Hello. Now we're testing, testing, testing. Boo, testing. There we go. <laughs> hey, is that one of Annie Bradbury's art pieces in the back there? It is. It uh, is. They're nice. Yeah, I got them at the last uh, last convention. Ah, uh, are you gonna go to Atlanta this year? I am. Ah, nice. Nice. Yep. So are already? You? Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> are you gonna go? Yeah, in fact, I was I I was already recording as a test. I thought this, and as we were talking, I'm going. This would make a great intro, because Annie was a previous, uh, oh, okay. my previous guest, and now we're talking about her artwork, which is all hearts and such, mm. just to uh, um, describe it to the listeners, since this is audio. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, usually audio only, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually I don't um, uh, record until the other person knows, <laughs> but since I was testing. <laughs> Yeah. The conversation's nice. I'm a bit of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I guess if we're ready, yeah, then I guess I'll just um, get started. So, let me take a drink of water first. Sure. I'll take a drink as and well. <laughs> so, welcome to Stuttering is Cool, episode one something. I lost track. I don't know why I even keep track. It might be 192. Um, I'm your host, Daniele Rossi, enjoying this uh, second day of spring. Finally, <laughs> winter's over, even though I didn't have much of a winter. But uh, in any case, I have my guest today, Stutter Social host, another Stutter Social host. This is part four. I'm interviewing uh, throughout this year, actually, Stutter Social hosts. We have a roster of, um, of awesome hosts. And on this episode, I have Chad Manisi. Um, who hosts uh, Thursday, every alternating Thursdays. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what Stutter Social is, would, would you mind explaining? As best as I can, sure. <laughs> um, uh, Stutter Social is a gathering of people who stutter and from all over the world. Uh, we have people coming in from all over the world, and um, it's just a—it's a safe place to uh, talk to other people who stutter, to talk about your experiences, to hear other people's experiences, and um, to really know that you're not alone. That there are other people out there going through the same things that you are. Mm -hmm. And to join in, you go to stuttersocial.com uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and you'll have all the details there. We even have a text chat app. It's a private one. Again, details on the site. You're not going to find it in the iTunes store or the Google Play store. Um, is there a Microsoft store? I guess there is one, but I don't know if it runs on Microsoft, so I just should just shush. <laughs> uh, before we uh, begin with today's topic, which is Chad's um, uh, stirring survival tips, just want to quickly mention uh, this episode is shamelessly plugged by and brought to you by my book, Stuttering is Cool, Guide to Stuttering in a Fast-Talking World. It's full of my own tips with dealing with stuttering uh and my comics too so it's a bit of a fun read and a bit of an interactive read too uh for a print book um available uh at stutteringschool.com there's also a digital version um on the apple iBook store and the google play store okay well back to the show nobody likes commercials but please buy my book 
<laughs> so chat. <laughs> so I'm just going to be writing down your notes because that's what good podcasters do. Everything that you say so I can uh, include on the show notes over at okay. the startingschool.com plugs again. Um, I promise you that's the last plug I'll give. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll actually, no, no, actually first, let's get, let's get to know you first. Okay. Uh, tell us about yourself. You know, how long have you been stuttering? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You, um, I kind of didn't even prepare you at all. <laughs> you did. And I'm just, I'm, I'm trying sorry. to, now everything's coming in at once and I don't yeah. know what I want to start with first. Um, you've already mentioned uh, my name. I am Chad Manisi. <laughs> um, I have been starting my whole life. Yes. Um, I had gone through a whole bunch of uh, different therapies throughout uh, my childhood. Some more effective than others. Uh, nothing that gave me a sense of this is it. This is what's going to uh, cure me. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, helping helped in, in, in different ways. Uh, and as a child, you do a lot of games. That's kind of how they get you to, to talk and to practice. And it was really more of a fun activity for me than a uh, stuttering, studying kind of activity. Uh, I wasn't learning anything as much as yeah. I was just going to have, to have fun. Um, but had my sister stuttered as well. So oh. we go through uh, these uh, therapies together. Uh, she outgrew her stuttering, which I always kind of, you know, <laughs> rib her about, you know, uh, give her trouble about uh, the fact that she just, you know, oh, she just could stop. And <laughs> and then there's me. <laughs> and um, Yeah, but does she have the fun she of being in the, in the stuttering community, going to NSA conferences and stutter social? Absolutely not. <laughs> there we go. She probably doesn't yeah. even listen to my podcast. <laughs> she doesn't even know who you are. I don't think anybody Which, listens you know. to my podcast. <laughs> Put <it> that way. <laughs> you, Annie, me. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so I had gone for a couple of years after uh, she was able to stop going. And then for various reason, reasons, both financial and time, it got to a point where it was decided we were going to stop uh, the therapy. And I just kind of resolved myself to accepting that this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Good or bad, uh, highs and lows, this, this was part of me. Hmm. Um, and had really not done much investigating or research on stuttering uh, for many, many years after that. It, occasionally, when I would uh, have to give <clears throat> excuse me, oral presentations in class, in high school and stuff, I would 
and I could choose my topic, uh, I would choose stuttering or a speech-related oh. topic, partially to see if there's any new research, new cures that I wasn't aware of before, mm. but also as a way of educating and letting all of my classmates knew, all of my teachers knew, no one was surprised by the fact that I stuttered. But this gave me an opportunity to ask the questions I thought that they had without them having to ask whether they thought they were comfortable enough asking. Oh, smart. Um, but that was really about, about the extent of it. I knew of the NSA, but really didn't go too much into um, finding out where the meetings were held or talk to anybody about it. It was a, I know it's out there, but when I'm ready to, I'll decide mm. to go a little bit more. Um, yet my family was always, uh, they saw how it affected me. So they were always willing um, to um, give me newspaper clippings, uh, send away for pamphlets and mailings from the NSA, actually and uh, tell me anything that they may have heard from TV or radio that they thought would help me. Hmm. None of it did. None <laughs> of it really substantially did anything. But uh, I tried everything. I did hypnosis. I did acupuncture. Wow, even. I did, I, I did almost everything that, that you could possibly think of to try to control my mm. speech. I didn't, even at that time, I didn't want to, I never thought curing was going to be an option, right? I never thought that oh. that was going to be something that I was ever going to be free of. But I wanted a, a way to be able to communicate effectively without all of the stress and all of the pressure and wow. to be able to say what I wanted to say, even if it wasn't perfectly smooth, but better than how I had been currently doing. Wow. This you got on your own, I, you thought of on your own? I did. Wow. It took... Like it took me to enter the like it's usually you know going into the sewing community and hearing well the positive sewing community mm -hmm. and hearing all this wow kudos to you I was like covert and hiding and feeling ashamed of myself until one day in 2010 I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> now don't get me wrong I certainly was reserved and more shy in the sense that I wouldn't offer up uh, topics of conversation. I wouldn't raise my hand in class. I wouldn't um, start a conversation. Yeah. I would, mm. I would nod and uh-huh and no now and again. But I wouldn't walk up to someone and say, can you believe what we just had to do in physics class mm. or something? I, 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 never, I never made the initiative. Mm. Um, 
I do a little bit more now, but I don't, uh, I didn't at, at that point. <sighs> but I had resolved myself to accepting that this was going to be a part of me and it was going to be something that I was going to have to live with for the rest of my life. And I had better either accept it and figure out a way to deal with it and be miserable. And so I kind of chose to deal with it as best as I could. And how did that work out? Not very well at times. Really? <laughs> and, I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it was certainly much better than before I had decided mm. to accept it. But it, in the back of my mind, I always thought, well, if I, if I just say, okay, this is me, I'm going to accept it, it'll just magically fizzle itself out. That mm. somehow acknowledging it was going to make it go away. And of course it didn't. <laughs> but um, one of the things that um, <clears throat> I was um, told by my family was about the speech easy device. Mm. And they go, here, it was on Oprah at the time. It's, <laughs> you, she's saying it's a cure. Just boom. Oh. <laughs> so I sat with that for almost two months before I decided even to look up any more information with it. Mm. And um, ended up doing that. Uh, go finding a speech therapist here um, locally that offered it. Um and got it and used it. Oh. And it actually did improve my speech. It wasn't something that got rid of all of my stuttering, but it certainly helped and improved my speech enough that I was content having spent the money. Yeah, it's very expensive. It is very expensive. It, but I, I kind of figured for a chance, all the therapy that I had done over the years and, and everything, and they offered a certain percentage of the money back at the time, so I figured I'll give it a shot. Why not? <laughs> what, harm, what harm could it do? It's If nothing else, it's waste of time, and I waste a lot of time doing a lot of other things. So, yeah. Um, but that then led me to the speech therapist that I, that I go to now, and um, she talked me more into going to the NSA and, and joining uh, the conferences and everything and meeting other people who uh, go to her uh, clinic helped I'm trying to think of, of exactly the right words mm -hmm. that I say. Help me realize that I really am not alone. Yeah. Even here, you're not alone, and 
you hear all the numbers and the you know unless you actually see somebody and speak with somebody and know it mm. it's very hard to not feel like you're the only one yes my sister stuttered but she stopped <laughs> and <laughs> you know and it as far as i knew it was just my family that you know it was just me and my sister and that was it there wasn't uh anybody else outside of that house that was going to deal with the same things yeah. that, that i did so it was very i want to say enlightening but that's not the word that i want to use it was very um Maybe empowering, hmm. knowing that there were people out there who are just 15 miles away from you, who deal with the same things that you deal with, who have funny stories about speaking situations, who deal with things in a certain way that I wouldn't have thought of dealing with something and who are in all walks of life. Nurses and lawyers and doctors mm -hmm. and, and all these Oops, drop my all pen. these <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, 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 go ahead. <laughs> and and they're by by that point by talking with them and they had gone to the NSA conferences, they then uh, led me to going to my first one, which I really didn't really want to go. It was, mm. I only had like a week's vacation, and did I really want to spend it going to a stuttering convention? <laughs> Everybody, it, 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 I didn't get it, I think. What year was this, out of curiosity? Ooh, um, I want to say 2004 or 2005. Wow. I've been going, wow, going for a while. 10 or 11 years consecutively. So wow. I think if I'm doing the math right, mm. I don't know if this is my 11th or 12th year, but I, I've been going consistently. Wow. Um, so I guess you enjoyed yourself. I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, part of it was that the group of people that I went with from St. Louis were fun and they had been going for a while and had friends that they met every year and mm. did stuff with every year. And so I was included in, in their group while at the same time I was free to go off and meet other people. And then I didn't get all of that mm. at the time. I, I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't really know what to expect. As much as they told me, as much as they talked about it, I didn't know what to expect until I went. And once I got there, I had so much fun. I got to explore a city that I didn't really think I would go to very often. Mm, that's that right. Away. It was, Chicago was the first one I oh. went so it's not too far away from me here in St. Louis, but it was still, if I didn't have a reason to go, I probably wouldn't have gone. Mm -hmm. So having that reason to go 
gave me the opportunity to uh, explore a little bit of the city. Ah. So where you are now with your stuttering, uh, mm-hmm. I'm safely assuming that you're perfectly fine <laughs> right now. <laughs> Is that true? No, uh, I'm not oh. perfectly fine. I, d- I don't see that I'm cured. Um, I do use speech techniques mm-hmm. every day, all the time. Um, well, that's fine. I'm, I mean, I don't know there are debates where they say, is using speech tools doesn't mm-hmm. count. I'm like, yeah, of course it counts. Like, as, <laughs> like whether you're okay with your stuttering or not. Like, I think, yeah, it counts because you need to use them sometimes. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I actually got, ironically, more accepting and advertised more and talked about it even more after I had a little bit of control mm-hmm. than I did before. Before wow. I would talk about it. I would tell people about it, and I wasn't shy about having a conversation about stuttering. But I never volunteered a lot of information. I never felt like I was somebody who could be an authority on Mm -hmm. stuttering. Now that I've got a little bit of control... I talk about it more. Um, I'm heavily involved in the NSA and talking to uh, my company and other companies and people about the NSA and trying to get donations and money and, and all of this stuff. More so, I think, than I would have been um, 12 years ago. Yeah, and now you're hosting Stutter So Social. Absolutely, <laughs> Thank you, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, do you have any uh, stuttering uh, survival or resilience tips to share? I mean, so far you've talked about using your speech tools. Mm-hmm. Um, you've uh, you know touched on the speech easy, which something tells me you're probably not using <laughs> anymore. I, um, I did. I you know I'm not sure if this if you had meant to. Uh, say it as a stuttering tip, but the idea that uh, you chose stuttering as a topic in your class projects and your class presentations, I think is a brilliant idea that you can just, hey, the class is watching me. Okay, I'm going to tell you all in one go. <laughs> and especially yeah. how you, um, you know, were conscientious enough about the uh, fact that they may ha- have questions that they were afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. So I think that's brilliant. I wish I had thought of that way back <laughs> when. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it it was very nerve wracking at the time. Of course, because yeah. not only are you going to have to get up in front of all of your classmates and have everyone looking at you, mm-hmm. but you would have anyway. It's not like I would have been able to hand in a written report instead of giving the oral report, but. It gave me the opportunity to select the information that I gave them. I could guide it towards um, maybe some situations that I had experienced with my classmates Mm. in that class, whether it was um, why I can say hello, how are you, 
in the morning, but if I get called on in the middle of class, somehow that is, I'm just not going to be able to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I could kind of explain and give them my point of view on a lot of topics. Hmm. So, any other tips? Um, <laughs> I'm a horrible interviewer. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I do, actually. Um, I have to say, probably I don't have as many as I thought that I would have, but I think they all kind of flow together. Uh, and maybe as I talk, you know, what I think is one tip will become like three or four. <laughs> uh, true. Uh, that always happens. <laughs> um the big thing for me is to relax. And not in the way that we've heard it over and over again, not physically to relax and take your time, but 99% of the people that you interact with are not making constant judgments of, of you. Ah. I always thought in every speaking situation that everybody was, um, they were either specifically talking to me because they wanted to hear me stutter, that if I stuttered too much that they would lose interest, that if I didn't stutter enough that they would think I was lying to them about what I was um, dealing with, and I've come to realize that most people are just concerned about themselves. They're worried about what you think about them more than they're concerned about you. Yeah. And it took me a long time to realize that. Me too. That, um, you're not, unfortunately, as much as I like to think it, I'm not the center of everyone's world. <laughs> <laughs> That's but true. It's all about me, but it's not. <laughs> it's not even about me either. How sad. <laughs> right? It should be. It should be, right? <laughs> it should be. And it's just not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also part related to that is along with the with the idea of that it's not all about you all of the time uh, not everyone's talking about you behind your back I would con- even now I will walk into a hallway see two people talking and I'm immediately assuming that they're talking about me oh. I haven't walked in the room. I, I hadn't walked in the room before. I don't know who these people are necessarily, but as I'm walking by, I always assume that they're going to be talking about me right as I walk away. I went through a phase when I was in elementary school mm-hmm. that when I would show up to a group of people, I would say, I am not, because I would always think that they were thinking. You know, really? oh, there goes my mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm not. And they all go look at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was in a bad place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so just that um, 
not everybody's talking about you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think just knowing that can relieve a lot of stress that you inflict yourself mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other tip that I've got, and this is probably one of the, the last ones I have, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just warning you now. Simple um, is a better way to go. Or yes. no, more is less. Less is more. There we go. <laughs> it's Monday when I'm recording this. Go ahead. <laughs> um, everybody stutters. It's not just the people who go to the conventions or who have the... Maybe constant okay. trouble speaking, if, if that's the word that I want to use. Um, everybody who speaks at some point stutters. The difference is they don't think anything of it. Oh. They, everybody knows what it's what what it feels like to walk up to someone and be nervous may not necessarily be because they think they won't be able to start a conversation or hold a conversation. But everyone knows the feeling of going up and uh, trying to talk to your boss or trying to talk to someone in authority or someone you don't know and worrying about what they are thinking about you. Whether it's how you're dressed, your hairstyle, your uh, the shoes you have on, the the swishing noise your pants make as you're walking down. Oh, here. I love where where wearing corduroy pants. Right, yes, <laughs> I bought them purposely because I remember that sound from when I was a kid. That's how sad really? I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm always self conscious about about the noise that that my pants make <laughs> always so stop buying corduroys <laughs> <laughs> even if they're not corduroys I, I i still try not but oh wow <laughs> um I, I'm, I'm always worried about if my uh, pants are making too much noise if they're like the jogging nylon pants or oh, something those, yeah yeah that, that always seem to swish yeah. um shushu pants or shushu yeah. Shush, yeah something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but everybody stutters. Everyone can relate to what you're going through, and um, they don't worry about um, a. They don't give the same amount of attention mm-hmm. that we do to situations where they will start a word or even a sentence and just get jumbled up in what they're trying to say or when the words right because they don't because that doesn't happen to them all the time like us right so are you saying that um there's a motivation or an inspiration in the fact that if if they don't think nothing of it after a stumble then why should we right okay good because i'm thinking uh uh-oh he's getting controversial because a lot of people hate that's one of those number one uh, one of the top, one of the top, like uh, mm. pet peeves, is like 
when people say everybody stutters, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't know what it's like. But you've really, um, you've really given me at least a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That wow, yeah, because like they don't like go at you know beating themselves on the head. Like yes, maybe if they were talking to you know the person that they were interested in 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 dating. But yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, I uh, could see how well if they could recover. Um, so can I? It's just that I'll stumble a lot more often <laughs> than sure. they will. So I guess I kind of, um, you know, what you're giving me this idea that uh, we have the better opportunity to build up that resilience to um, always, you know, stumbling upon our words, whereas you know the fully the affluent people maybe just a few times in their lives and mm-hmm. you know they'll probably it'll probably sting a bit more for them but we'll have developed a thick skin wow yes. that's kind of cool yeah and it's also very easy i think as humans and i'm going to generalize everybody here that mm. i think we tend to focus on the negative and the bad of any situation guilty more than the positive yeah and there are, I could go up and give 15 presentations in high school. One of them goes bad. That's the one that I'm focusing on. Uh-huh. That's the one that I think about all the time. That's the one. I don't, it doesn't matter that the 14 around it, I was perfectly fine, everything went great. They got the message that I was intending. I laughed. They laughed. Everything was great. It was that one where I felt something didn't go right. Oh, I was exactly the same way. Mm. Actually, I still am. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody is in in, Mm. in all kinds of situations, not even necessarily just speech-related. In all kinds of situations, everyone focuses... I think the tendency is to remember and focus on the negative and not remember and get and be empowered by the positive mm-hmm. and the good situations. Spot on. Any other tips? Um, no. Perfect. I mean, <laughs> no. Finally, <laughs> we can end this thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, you've you've given some pretty interesting fodder here. I I know that people would, uh, uh, listeners would, uh, they 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 have a lot of takeaways here, and uh, I would love to hear from anyone that has feedback, especially on the controversial topic of everybody stutters. Oh, you're going down in Atlanta. I, I if I anybody love listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> uh, Coolstutter at gmail.com is the email address to send me hopefully audio. That way, you know, get out of, get out of your comfort zone a bit. And uh, uh, yeah, and I can play your audio. You can hear yourself stutter and uh, it'll, it'll be all cool. Um, Coolstutter at gmail.com. Am I missing anything else? Yeah, one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode. Uh, full disclosure, I am the co-host, the co-host. Um, 
founder of Stutter Social. So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, hence why I'm interviewing all these Stutter Social hosts, but also because they're awesome. So uh, every alternating Thursdays, you'll you'll get to meet Chad, and um, yeah, and then uh, and then if you miss Chad on the Thursday evenings, uh, the uh, schedule schedule is on StutterSocial.com. Our hangout schedule we have four per week. Uh, we have Derek. Um, who will uh, come on our sh- on the show um, in the future? Yes. So, any parting words? Why I, you, you should have had me prepare something? <laughs> oh, because... Sorry, I'm terrible. <laughs> Never mind. I, Just hey, like, <laughs> uh, be you. Perfect. Thank you, Chad. Thank you.